0: This is Mornings with Ian Smith, with Brants, your local John Deere equipment supplier. Hallelujah, this Fijian fan screams. Fiji have responded straight back and they've scored. Hello, Sky Sports, Ben Castle. Come on, you're Fijian today. We're all Fijian. I'm sorry, Portugal, but Fiji need to be in the quarterfinals, Ben, don't they?
1: Oh, morning, Dan. Yeah, absolutely. Fiji, well, they've, they've been one of the teams that have lit the tournament up, really, haven't they? And done up so... Favour with our neighbours, uh, Australia. There feel for them, but uh, Fiji—they're making hard work of it though. This morning against um, pretty spirited Portugal, but you should suggest they'll uh, suggest they'll go through and make for a pretty pretty good top eight.
0: It would be the upsets of all upsets. This one, um, <laughs> but let's hope. Let's just hope Fiji sort of uh, hold that composure like they did against Georgia. That's the thing they need to. To think about. We've done this before. We came back from uh, a far more challenging obstacle when they were down by nine points at the half, and they were so clinical in that second half, so I still think they are going to make it. How much are you enjoying this tournament, Ben? Or are you kind of glad we're about to move beyond the group stage and into the real tasty stuff?
1: Oh, a little bit of both, I think. I think as a, as a fan, out-and-out out fan, I think every game is brilliant. It's so good seeing cool stadiums. Um, so so majorly different to what we see uh, here in our country currently. So full stadiums, um, full excitement, the colour and the the atmosphere of the games. And no matter who's playing, they're all actually really enjoyable fixtures. But it's, it does get to a point where you're having to wait. It's not like a football World Cup or other World, world Cups where they tend to have games. There's so many games and their, their turnarounds are a bit faster We've had to wait weeks and weeks and weeks to see the All Blacks, and I mean we're still going to have to wait those weeks. But there's so much more riding on it, so the anticipation now just goes up a hundred percent. Looking forward to all these games. I mean they're all going to be cracking quarterfinals. There's the the teams that deserve to be there. You can see it is. People have talked a lot about the draw, of course, and how the best teams in the world are all on one side. But everyone knew that two years ago when they were put out. So that's that's the way it is now, and um, it, is, uh, it, it couldn't be better, really. These, uh, these games, and for us against Ireland, you're talking about it. Heard you talk about it before. You're right. Ireland are a, they are number one for a reason. It's going to be a quality game. And whether we're going to have the, um, the strength and the power and the speed and the passion and everything else that we're going to need, we're going to have to play our best game that we that we have played in in almost years, really, to get to to
0: keep advancing. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. We'll get the two sort of, uh, you know, lower down the headline list um, uh, playoffs (laughs) out of the way, if you know what I mean. Um, Argentina uh, booking their spots. Uh, Job done against uh, Japan. It was a tense game, but they've kicked away. They're sort of growing as this tournament goes. They were awful against England in the first game. Uh, we knew that wasn't a full representation or anywhere near a representation of what they're capable of. And, and you know what? They just have a history of turning it on in knockout games, don't they? That passion and, you know, they'll take some beating.
1: Oh, yeah, they're, they're a quality team when they get going as well. And you're right. I think England just really suffocated them in that first game, really kicked them out of the game. I mean, there was all the English points, 29 of them were, were off the boot. Uh, and they just didn't really get into any flow. But they've, they have grown through the... Through the tournament, they've won when it mattered. They're into the knockout now. So that's the goal when you're turning up at a World Cup or any knockout competition. It's like you're our NPC, you know, into our quarterfinals now. Any team that goes into a competition, let's make the finals and uh, into the final stage, into knockout rugby. And then it's it's one-off stuff. And it suggests they'd be pretty happy they're coming up against uh, a Welsh team. I mean, the, the Welsh are playing well at times. Uh, but you'd say that they, the Argentinians, will back themselves against against Wales, and but the Welsh aren't going to be easy too. I've actually enjoyed watching Wales. They're another team that's grown through this this tournament. Yeah. They played some of the yeah. rugby I've seen in a long time against Australia, so that'll be a really a really good quarter final as well.
0: Sky Sports commentator uh, Ben Castle is with us. Portugal have just scored, Ben. Uh Fiji, i I missed who got Sinbin It was one of those head clashes, a dancing winger left footstep, um, and then there was a clash of heads, um sort of forehead into the chin, so it's yellow card being looked at as red. Fiji are down to fourteen from the ensuing penalty, they've kicked it into the corner, rolling ball, and Ricardo Ball has scored for Portugal. Ricardo Ball has scored for Portugal. He is absolutely your doppelganger, Ricardo. Ricardo Ball wow. has scored. Uh, so, Portugal lead. Wow, indeed, Ben. Wow, indeed. Us, um, so, so the, the,
1: permutations, the permutations for a Portugal
0: win, if that happened, what are we looking at? Well, Fiji only need one point, Ben. They need one point yes. against Portugal to claim second place because um, the tiebreaker is head to head. Who beats who? Fiji beats Australia, yes. so they hold the tiebreaker. Fiji needs to get yes. nothing from this game. Um, so no yep. bonus points for tries. Can't you know? Need to finish beyond seven. So there, there's still a long way to go, but um, it, it's still, now yeah. a possibility, still isn't it? It's a, it's now a possibility. They trail by seven with 28 minutes to go. All right, South Africa, yeah, yeah. France. Ben, seriously, how are we going to how are we going to tip that one? How on earth are we going to tip South Africa, the defending champs, up against the host France?
1: <laughs> oh, you'd almost you'd almost want this game to go on for five hours just to see who who was standing at the end. It'd just be such a um, it'll be one of the one of the greats again. That's the beauty of these World Cups and the, the, the hosts and this is the atmosphere behind them. And I think that you're seeing these crowds and just reflecting on that Irish win against Scotland and how that zombie sound that uh, comes out around the ground. So when you flip that support that. They managed to drum up for their team, being the home team. It's not going to be a sixteenth man. In the crowd. I think it would be there'll be another eight or nine or ten. It will feel like they're they're playing with a, South Africa are playing against a hundred French, French players. So that will that will definitely spark the French on. But you know, I'm going to pick. I'm going to say the way South Africa are going, I think there's just something about them as well. I think the South Africans are going to be too tough for the French. I think they'll be they'll play a they'll play a style that won't the French uh, get their flair going the, the 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 way that they've been operating the backs. they won't be they'll have that fast defensive line that we've seen from the Springboks and they'll take them on up front and whether they roll on the what are they calling them the bomb squad the seven forwards again they may do that they may look at something different I think the the beauty about South African rugby at the moment is they just they always seem to challenge the norm. I, I feel. And they do that game by game. They're not doing it sort of campaign to campaign. They're, 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 they're brave enough and they've got enough courage to to throw something different into a game that they'll try and pick apart and win. And the brains of Erasmus and their and their whole coaching group, I think they're, they're probably brewing something quite special. But so that that's where my pick is at the moment. I know it's against the hosts and against the French team, which has been playing really well, of course, beat us early on. That's that's my pick now. The South
0: Africans to to yeah. cause a major upset. Oh, there's going to be some sorry Frenchmen uh, after that. Frenchmen and women. The the fans over there are really starting to believe. Well, when I was there, it's palpable uh, their belief, and that would be a uh, soul crushing. Would not be a surprise because South Africa. Uh, South Africa. Ireland, though. Uh, I Just keen to get your thoughts because I do want to finish off with their own AMPC, which you're all over, of course, through your work through Sky Sport. But what stood out in that that Irish performance? They made. Over 200 tackles In comparison There was 83 more Than they did Against South Africa So they were made To work defensively A whole heap By Scotland But they were just Ruthlessly efficient With ball in hand Weren't they It was a master Class in coaching And players executing I thought Ben What say you?
1: Yeah I think You've summed it up um, Perfectly there The efficiency Of the ball That they do have And when they have the ball So in in these big games uh, There may only be Half a dozen opportunities, and they took them all, and that's the that's the difference in this Irish team, and why why they are the world champs, and why they have won, well are they seventeen eighteen in a row now because they are, they've got the right people in the right positions, and they're all fit. Well, I have heard that a couple of wingers might be a uh, McHanson and may have James Lowe um, suffering this weekend. But outside of all that, just on that game, the Scots really couldn't couldn't challenge them enough, I think, after multiple phases that the Scots had the ball and couldn't bust that line. That's a that's a confident sapper. You know, it just takes it out of a team. Once Finn Russell in the back there, who is a brilliant team, when he's calling the plays and sending his team into the into that green defensive wall of the Irish and it's not getting anywhere, suddenly he's running out of ideas and the whole team then will run out of ideas and I think that's what they just do, the the, the Irish now they they're happy to defend. They're happy to play without the ball because they know how how well they can go with it. And I think the way that the Sexton and key and Ringrose combination, when they get the ball and start and start running, uh, it's it's just it's brilliant to watch and hard to, hard to stop if you're a defensive team. What I really like about the Irish is that even after multiple phases with the ball, they're starting. They do a lot with the ball. No, there's, yeah. there's the uh, little pop offloads. There's, um, there's players doubling around, and, and that's after multiple phases. So there's a real understanding around their attack structure of how to k- change the point of attack after you are in multiple phases rather than just running and hoping you're getting a mismatch. They're trying to create mismatches every opportunity they have the ball. And that's a, um, that's a, a sign of a really well-coached, uh, real co- cohesive team.
0: Up in Castle with us from Sky Sport I know you've got to get back to your real job Ben and You're a busy man, I do appreciate <laughs> it But did you have did you have Taranaki, Canterbury, Wellington, Hawks Bay As your semi-finalist ahead of the weekend at our Buddings MPC? Well I had
1: Wellington and I had Canterbury And I thought Taranaki would be pushed But I certainly had Bay of Plenty And I was pretty sitting there same, Quite happy with Bay of Plenty Scarf on at 28.12 up For them to Almost capitulate and Hawks Bay uh, play a brilliant second half of rugby to finalize their spot, so I think we do have the best four teams really in the in the competition now for the semifinals and they were all really good games of rugby actually and that's where the these quality teams start to come together in the in the finals games we've talked speaking about the world Cup when you wherever it is in the finals rugby Wellington were pushed right to the edge that was a cracking Cracking display of, 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 I guess, discipline and defence at the end. Um, Canterbury got pushed against Auckland, but, you know, they managed to... They know how to win, and Auckland, you never quite know what you're going to get with Auckland this year. Each game that they turned up, there was either a, a brilliant performance or it was, you know, pretty below par. So, they, um, although they fought well, Canterbury still get the job done, Taranaki efficient, so... Yeah, there's going to be a pretty good game, pretty good games this weekend also. I think there's some redemption for Wellington against uh, Hawke's Bay yes. potentially. It's been uh, the tour at Hawke's Bay has been the the talk of the domestic scene for the last
0: ten days. So well, the the, the one uh, thing they need to do, Wellington, is win to spare my embarrassment. I think two days before they lost this year, I was calling them a dynasty in the making. I look at an utter fool at the moment.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. I mean the they were, you know, a clean sheet season and 19 games in a row for then it for it all become unstuck. And they 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 lost the shield. And it's interesting how teams respond after they they lose a the shield. And it's always the, probably one of the toughest. But they probably lost it. If they were going to lose it, Wellington, they lost it at the best possible time. If they'd lost it mid-season, it would have been yeah. interesting to see how they respond in the games going forward. But they lost it at the end, and then the next match was obviously a knockout. So. You're playing for something else there, and there's plenty of motivation. So they um, and they got through a pretty a pretty good uh, Waikato team. So they'll they'll use that momentum, and they'll back they'll <laughs> that'll be a game full of feeling against uh, Hawke's Bay uh, this weekend. And I think uh, Taranaki Canterbury. Well, that's that's really tough to pick. Those two teams they've been involved in some classics as well. And but don't you know we'll see see if Joe Moody's on a plane or not over to France. If he's not, I think. Uh, <laughs> Canterbury might be a bit too strong for Taranaki, but it is at Yarrow Stadium, of course, so home ground advantage, and that always uh, that always helps in the domestic side of things.
0: Ben, appreciate your time. Always learn so much when we chat, mate. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Go uh, push some meetings for the next half an hour. Push some meetings back to after 10 o'clock. It's Portugal 17.10, 20 minutes to go, Ben. You've got to watch it. Appreciate oh, my- your time.
1: I'll get back in front of the in front of the box. Thanks for uh, thanks for the chat, Dan. <laughs> Enjoy your day.